You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like Sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is the Horny Housewife. If you've never listened before, I'm Jordan. And this week we are talking about double double, double standards in your marriage, relationship, whatever the fuck it is. And I can only speak for myself. Um, so I'm going to speak for myself my experiences, how it's evolved, and then probably judge others whilst doing that. And this doesn't just have to be related to marriage. This could be in your relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, what the fuck ever. And by double standards, I mean, are there things that you don't let your man do Spoken or unspoken, you know what the fuck I mean. That you totally fucking do, and he don't say shit either. Or maybe both y'all are talking shit. Maybe it is brought up. Uh, Are there double standards where your man is telling you you can't do something and then does that shit? Now, ladies, if there is a man that's controlling you and giving you like a little box to be in and then he's going and being a fuck boy you need to peace the fuck out there's no justifying that one now i'm not gonna lie let's give some like examples situations that we can role play through or whatever um but yeah i'm not gonna lie i can be i can be a little hypocritical or maybe it's just like Okay, yeah, well, that wouldn't go down for you the same way that it would go down for me simply because I have a vagina hole that I'm capable of bleeding through and you do not. And so I make estrogen, you do not. So we have some different rules. That's just me. Now, that's just me. Call me crazy. He married me. He knew what he was marrying, and he and he's and he's still here. He's still fucking here. Okay. What about like guys going out, like the guy, the boys' nights, the girls' nights? I think. I mean, because I watch TikTok. <laughs> Who's not watching TikTok? You see a lot of them. 
or maybe it's just on my For You page for crazy bitches or something. The TikToks were like, guys are making fun of girls for like tagging along or like, I'm the fun girl that gets to tag along at the golf trip. And then this guy stitching it like, yeah, we fucking don't like you. Like we, you only are coming because he's not allowed to go golfing unless you fucking come, bitch. And so maybe you're not the fun girlfriend. Maybe you're the insecure girlfriend. Now, am I all for and totally want to get in on my man's hobbies in some form or fashion in like the supporting way and if it's something that I like to do too then why the fuck would you not want to enjoy that together if you're that kind of couple if you're cool with that but you always have to give a guy his his time his space his moments because I mean would you want that I mean I personally wouldn't I wouldn't want my fucking man cramping every fucking girl. I have dated a guy like that where he wanted to come to everything and he was my best friend. We were best friends, loved his company, had the best time, always together. But I think it was my friends first that were like, do we not ever get like just Jordan? And I'm like, ew, does somebody need to slap me and do I need to slap me? You know, so for the younger people listening, if you're not married to this fucker, you're not married yet. You have no idea what the fuck you think is right from left right now. When you marry him and and if you're the kind of girl that's got like a good heart, which I'm assuming you are, if you're inviting him everywhere, you're going to be with him forever. So just spare yourself, sweetie. Truly. Take a step back. Go fucking do some shit. By your fucking self with your friends. Or shit, by yourself even. I'm the girl that likes to go to dinner alone. And I don't do that. I haven't done that since I've been married. Lunch, yes, yes. Dinner, that's weird. I have a fucking family that'd be like, you got the kids, how do you make dinner? I'm going to go to Amaro's table and sit there and read a book. If my husband like left me to go eat dinner alone, I would be like, <laughs> over my dead fucking body you are. So, but no, uh, before marriage, when I was single, dad loved, loved a dinner alone. Loved it. It's not for everybody. Some people don't like to eat alone. I can get, I don't, I I think I get main character syndrome when I, (laughs) that takes a humble self-aware, self-aware person, (laughs) maybe not the humble part, but yeah, I sit there and then like you hear the music in the back of the restaurant. I'm totally going back to Nashville in my head, like deja vu, just me sitting there, the music, the vibe. And I'm like, I wonder if I'm going to fuck anyone that's sitting in here right now. Yeah, that, have you ever Googled a main character syndrome? TikTok, TikTok has fucked me up. I have diagnosed myself with so many TikTok illnesses. Um, anxiety attachment disorder. Um, I I don't have main character syndrome. I I do not. Have I been in an ice skating rink where I was skating and maybe that did kick in? Yes. Or the roller rink, both of them. Uh, I did experience that. Okay, so as far as on the surface, double standards, the going out, the rules, 
if you will, the expectations, the standards in the relationship. Like, is this okay? Is that not okay? Uh, and then on cheating and what's flirting and what's bad behavior. And, you know, that's common ground. I think you find just in the beginning of your relationship, obviously, especially if you're fucking married, you should have a good idea if you're both on the same page. And if you're not married, this is something to think about. Do you have the same standard of what's acceptable to do? And I, I mean, it can get pretty specific and I'll give examples here in a moment, but if your man has get, never given you a reason to doubt him, to not trust him, and you haven't either, then you, you trust each other, right? You know, giving each other the benefit of the doubt. That's the healthy thing to do. Now, I know a lot of us crazy bitches or some insecure men who've been hurt and cheated on in the past, or if they're actually a piece of shit and they're paranoid, uh, then, you know, they're projecting whatever. And then you just, you're not acting perfect and trusting and nice. But let's just live in a perfect world for a second. And if you trust each other completely, there's also maybe something to think about that there are couples and I would say I'm one of them that the, the saying, if you hang out at a barber shop, you know, you're bound to get a haircut that the atmosphere of where you're going sans partner is that I say sans, 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 partner, it matters. And I think some people would totally fucking disagree with me and be like, shut the fuck up. That is not true. I can go anywhere and do anything and not do that. Okay. I partially agree in the sense of like, if that isn't your lifestyle, like going in girls trips and that's only something you do once or twice a year or you know what I mean like something that's not your lifestyle but then if you're the wife that every Saturday night you're going clubbing or you're a bartender and I'm not hating on the bartenders the moms that need to hustle and get their back but an atmosphere is an atmosphere and when it becomes a daily atmosphere and surrounding. I mean, the saying is true. You become like the people you are around. Your behavior, it, the energy is exchanged. So you trust your partner all you want, and then bum bum bum, they have some fucking friends that you fucking hate that you want to flick to the other side of the fucking moon. So, plan it. What whatever. The bad friends. The the fucked up Frank, the sleazy ass Seth, the fuck, I, I'm going to stop, but the friend that's just a pig, a dog, and you know, they don't all have them. There, there are guys that have great friend groups, truly, like true good friend. I was like, men of God. No, there are some fucking men of God that are all addicted to pornography. So let's not <laughs> put ourselves in one little group, ski group. Okay. There are good men. And then there are sleazy fucking dog men. Okay. 
And I think there are, and I think cheating is something that there are cheaters and then there are not cheaters and there are not cheaters that have fucked up. And that's another episode for another fucking time. But girls, when you were dating or before you're in the relationship you are in now, like another, like in the beginning of relationships in your life, do you ever remember feeling insecure when you're boyfriend was out doing something at a party or like somewhere you couldn't be that night and you know you want to be cool and not be a crazy controlling psycho bitch that tells him what he can and can't fucking do you're not his mom don't be that girl and then there are some girls that were those girls and you don't want to be that girl and that's why you got to be smart bitch uh but you're freaking out the whole time okay it's like they're gonna go an hour without responding well, this was me, I guess, only speaking from experience and then seeing other crazy bitches around me who I loved. Some of them I didn't. Do the same thing. Freak the fuck out. You're calling your friend sobbing. You're like, I know he's balls deep in Mallory's butthole. And you just don't know what's going on. And then he called and he was with his mom at P.F. Chang's, you know? And was he? We'll never know. I don't know what your FaceTime came in, but thank God for FaceTime. Because now, if you're married to that motherfucker, he knows he's got to answer for you. And with FaceTime, it's just, hello, <laughs> how are you, baby? You know, so there, there's a nice, easy way to be psychotic and alert. But really, when it comes to rules of like not wanting them to go a certain place, it I think you got to be more sneaky about it. Not sneaky about it, but let it become their idea. Like let it be some mutual thing of how you behave. And I and I think that you won't even have this issue if you don't date a fuckboy. So if you're with someone who has good expectations of you, who wouldn't want you out doing cocaine Saturday night at Kelly's downtown, you know, like if do it together. Go do it together, you know? I think that there's just certain situations that you don't put yourself in. And I would love to talk to other housewives that they they think differently than me, and they do let them do whatever they want. Does that go well? Does someone end up getting... Does someone end up fucking, some, fucking up, basically? And... If not, can I ask your spouse and see what they have to say? Because don't you feel like one person is always in the dark, kind of? No? Is that just me? But I think that friends have a lot to do with it. We were talking about Sleazy Seth. And if your man has shitty friends, it makes it a lot. Like if you have shitty friends, male listeners, ones that don't, your wife really isn't a big fan of, that don't go out with them. So you want your boy time? You want to go do something? Pick the friends your wife likes and trusts and she feels cozy around and go have a grand old time. Go get drunk on the golf course. Go go do what you need to do. But if it's the guy that it just separated from his wife and is trying to like make up for lost time and fuck everybody, we don't get excited for that. And I think 
that if we had slutty Samantha as our friend who was always trying to get dick down and bring the boys over to the table, you wouldn't be thrilled about us going to happy hour for drinks and slutty Samantha's leading the way when you're not around and it's every Wednesday. I bet, I bet you would be like, hmm, you know what? Like I'm a little, this is a little irritating. Maybe, maybe I'm totally wrong. Sometimes, I know the mothers are going to feel me here. Sometimes you need to just be able to check the fuck out. I know especially after what all of us have gone through and with the pandemic. God, I hate like with the COVID, what, whatever, with, with the fucked up year that was 2020 and whatever the beginning of this year was. January was like six months long. We, we we need some shit. We, we need some fucking shit. Like, I, I leave on Wednesday for my girl's trip. <laughs> I will have a photo dump on the Patreon, BT Dubs, coming after it. Okay, I got to make them look chef's kiss. But when I leave Wednesday and I step foot with my luggage that I'm wheeling in with my cutest shit Cal pack, shiny duffel attached on the top, stroll in, I am going to feel my frequency, my vibration just raise to the top. I am going to, I, I'm already actually feeling it right now, just describing it here with you, <laughs> law of attraction. I am going to feel the weight of the world lift off my shoulders. I'm going to go get a donut, something salty, and an alcoholic beverage. And I'm going to pack marijuana in my suitcase. And I am going to, it's it's also when you live in a legal state, because I mean, if they found it, they would just toss it. You know, I saw a TikTok from a TSA worker that was like, as long as you check it, you put the you put the stuff in your bag. Like if they find it, they'll just toss it. As to if you were going through to carry on, if your TSA agent was an asshole, they could call the police and then you're missing your flight and you're fucked. So what did the TSA agent say? This is important. This is important interjection. The little cartridges, I think I'm so cool that I get them in every time. They say they always know what they are. So as long as they're not put together, they don't know if they're tobacco or whatever, but just like take it apart. I think I'm sly, but really I'm fucking not. But that is okay to go through the security with if need be. Just FYI, I had to throw in there. But no, it's going to be heavenly. Absolutely fucking heavenly. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. <sighs> I can't fucking wait. Honestly, I'm like, I, I'm gonna pack tomorrow. I'm that person. I'm gonna pack two days before so I can look at my suitcase and just smile as I go to bed each night. Okay, we're gonna talk about a little deeper. Let's peel the onion back. Okay. Some more common double standards in marriage, a little below the surface as far as just being like, hey, uh, I'm going to do this. Can you do that? Fuck no. Sorry. That's just how it goes. Uh, Meeting each other's needs. Meeting each other, expecting one person to meet your needs. And guess what, motherfucker? You're not meeting their needs. Oh, this triggers me. So she, say say a woman, she's expecting all of her emotional needs to be met. She wants to be heard. She wants to be listened to. She wants to feel seen and, but she's not fucking him. So she's not going to fuck him until she feels all that and that and that, that. And you know what? I can see how it's like, come on, dudes. Have you ever heard that? I've said it before, that men are microwaves and women are crockpots. If your bitch is already like this, like using it as a weapon, sorry that I just said that. I call everyone a bitch, including myself. Um, then you need to warm the crockpot, plug the crockpot in, okay? And flirt, do something. You want to get laid. You know what to, uh, hopefully you know how to be a little bit smooth. She said I do for some reason. But women, you can't, you can't make it impossible and you might be guilty of this. Ladies to the ladies, men cover your ears really quick. Men are like dogs. You can train them. You can indeed train them and they work well with praise. Stroke, 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 stroke their ego and then their penis. And if you stroke their ego first, the penis will work better, perform better, be excited to perform for you better. And although some of you may be gagging, and I understand, and the men I haven't said uncover yet, you don't want to not give them rewards or they're not going to want to perform for you. I sad, 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 I know. But when you're, th- when the man is doing something right, when he is doing something you like, good behavior, good boy, good boy, you need to compliment them, get like, praise, affirmation, affirm, like th- that's how you like it. That's how you like it. Okay. Men can uncover their ears now. Do you know, I feel, I swear to God, I have a curse. And then I'm going to remove the curse after this. I'm going to say it's Denzo Rabunzo just to put it out in the universe. The second I brag about my husband or I say like something, something good or like something really positive and happy, he pisses me the fuck off. Like, like between 10 minutes 
in six hours, he does something. I'm just like, what the, what the fuck? Well, I just said that this was just like this area glowing, glowing, and you just shit. You just shit right there. So I'm going to like stop doing that. I'm just never going. I'm going to praise him, but I'm just like not going around saying happy things about happy moments anymore because I'm afraid I'm going to lose them. Okay. I'll write them on my fridge on a gratitude list where they're safe. Okay. Another, another double standard. Guys should say their feelings first, like the, the, I love you first or the should. And I, and I get a guy being the leader. And I think that girls definitely have this uh, image in their head. And I, and I think that now that it's 2021, it has progressed and relationships are formed so fucking weird and different now. And I don't understand it. The whole internet, small talk, back and forth thing. I missed it. I missed it. I have friends in my life right now that are my age uh, and some that are older, some that are younger that are dating and in this app world and it's fascinating. And I love hearing every fucking detail and screenshot and I want you to FaceTime me while you're on your date and put it in your purse and I want to hear it. Um, but And I did. I did have a little Tinder time in my life. Very short stint. Very and horrific. Horrific. And I will share. I, I think I already did. I don't fucking know. But the way people meet now and like form a relationship, it is a lot different than when I was younger. And I think I was the the worst. <laughs> like I remember in eighth grade I had the a crush on this guy named Alex, who did not like me back. And he liked my best friend. And it was really sad. And I was new to the internet. And it was like, AOL was a new thing. And my friend was like, do you know what cyber sex is? And I'm like, no, tell me. And and it was the guy was talking and I was with my friend. We were on AOL, but we, it was her screen name. And I'm sitting there by her, vicariously living through her, pretending I'm typing to him. I would even take the keyboard. But um, he was not talking to me. And like, again, eighth grade. So this guy proceeded to have quote unquote cyber sex. It was not sexy, sexual. I mean, I guess it was, it was very technical, if you will. It was, and now my semen is going up your fallopian tube and into the uterus to connect with the egg. And I don't know what the fuck, it was the most bizarre thing. I don't think he knew what he was doing. Um, I think we were just reading, consuming, and let down, and we didn't know why. Uh, but like later, I remember emailing this guy, like, hey, just a, an email that said, hey, I'm like, I had a massive crush on him, eighth grade. Okay, like people in eighth grade now would be like, you fucking loser. That's such fourth grade shit. And he was like, hey, can you not send a whole entire email that says, hey, you can just log into AOL to have a combo like that. And um, I blushed for like three hours behind my own computer screen. And um, 
I still remember that feeling to this day at 31. So that's bizarre. (laughs) And I've never sent another pointless email ever again in my life. But because of all this, that was a long tangent hoopla of how we communicate via fucking text, keyboard, internet, like a goddamn template response that we don't even have to type out um, feelings. God, I feel like people can just be shitty about talking about their feelings or they could be wonderful at it. I do think that we're in a generation that really encourages or a time in society that really encourages therapy, which is amazing, where I think at one point there was a negative stigma around it as like having to seek help. But now it's like, uh, yeah, mm -hmm, we all need fucking help. Uh, Counsel, another perspective to be able to obtain more self-awareness. People are like, shut the fuck up. But no, I think ladies, men, it's, it's our job to, to talk about our fucking feelings and not withhold from each other when we're not getting something that we don't want. And it's on you at that point. And you have to, you have to feel that, own that, realize that, see it, shit out of luck. It's 2021. You're, I mean, there's Bumble for Christ's sakes. You can tell him you like him first. You can tell him you like him. If you're, if you're in your thirties, forties, fifties, and you're just now going back in the dating world, you can tell him how you fucking feel. Shit. I, I don't know not how to, how to do it. Like when people talk about not double texting, like in podcasts I listen to with women talking that are not married, not terribly younger than me, maybe a few, two years younger than me. And they're like, yeah, no, no with the double text. I'm like, that never crossed my mind. I will send 15 because I'm typing as I'm thinking of it, like my grocery list and I got to get it all out. I don't give a fuck if that beeped one too many times. I don't care if his hair cutters looking down and seeing an ocean of blue text. Because when you're married, you, that, that is, I guess, a beauty of marriage. You never have to fucking worry about that ever again. Ever again. Ever. I, I really don't. I don't think that's ever crossed my mind. Yes, you know, say... Say you're waiting for that response and you're like, okay, I need an answer now. Like, chop, chop. Uh, Yeah, I don't want to look at my ocean of blue. Sometimes I'll even delete the thread to not look, to not feel the shame. But if it's just conversating and I need to just boom it out in 32 messages separately, then so be it. Okay, here's a good one. Friends of the opposite sex. Bum, bum, boom. Um, you know what? Here's, here, you want to know how I really feel about it? This could be controversial. You might think I'm insecure or whatever, but here's what I think. I think the truth is exactly what Steve Harvey said. And I thought this before I saw a goddamn TikTok of Steve fucking Harvey saying it. Was it Steve Harvey? Who's the guy on fucking Family Feud? Anyways, when a guy, my, my father, my father was the first person who told me this, a guy that's friends with a girl, and there's going to be a lot of people who disagree. And I know there are exceptions. Okay. 
but let's just talk most of the time. Okay, let's say an eight out of 10, eight out of 10 times, okay? Seven, if we're going to be like really giving people the benefit of the doubt and they grew up together. Like, I moved around a lot, so I don't know what the fuck that is. So, if a guy is friends with a girl, most of the time it's because she friend zoned him. Like, she's in a relationship. They're like, it's just that's not how it went. But if, if he had the chance, if she was single and was like, Craig, I've been wanting you to be the guy who fucks me and eats my pussy out for so long. Please date me. I love you. He'd be like, I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting for this day, sweet love. Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, but no. He feels that way, and she would never want to jeopardize the friendship, a.k.a. she does not. She, you have no game to her, so you're sweet, you're sweet, you're a good friend, but she does not want to fuck your brains out. And I'm so sorry. So instead of focusing on that and trying to change her mind, because it's not, it's going to actually affirm all of her thoughts about you. Make her jealous. You really want to fucking get a girl like that? Move the fuck on. And if she's not jealous, then I hope the one you moved on with helped you out because that was chances were the other girl was never going to be into you. Okay, I was just trying to help everybody in that rampage. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, my husband is not, doesn't have a girl best friend. Like, are there women that my husband has worked with for years or known or had some sort of like work relationship with that's not like that's platonic uh, or motherly, even if that sounds weird or work wife, but not a work wife. Cause no, um, but you know what I mean? People are like, no, I have no idea what you mean. I'm saying he's not coming home and being like, yeah, I met this really awesome girl, Claire over at home Depot today. And like, I think we'd all be like great friends. Like you should come meet her. She's, I'd be like, <laughs> you want me to meet Claire? Oh really? Okay. Be right back. I'm going to go to the pet store. And I, I met a guy named Brad there last week. I was thinking that me and Brad might go to the park and have a picnic or some shit. And maybe we could all hang out later. No. Mm -mm. So if I have to explain that a little more thoroughly, then, um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to. On to the next, on to the next. Moving, turning, pivoting. Guys should always want sex. Hmm, that's a double standard. I think I'm like guilty as charged. Uh, thinking like, uh, if I okay, for instance, if he's too tired, I now am pulling the like sniffles where I'm not crying it's alligator tears but I need the sniffles so he turns and like comforts me and I'm pretend crying because he went to bed and I didn't get enough of an ego stroke and so now I'm Tinkerbell dying without the attention and I'm horrified I'm absolutely horrified that I was rejected because how could he possibly be a human and be depleted from all of the things that he does on a day-to-day -day basis. And then women will be too tired and tell their husbands to literally fuck off and give them a bottle of lotion 
or maybe they won't, or maybe they would be horrified if they did anything without them while they're starving them from sex. It can get just messy. It's just messy. The point of that insane ramble was to have grace on one another, basically, and let people be fucking tired sometimes without freaking the fuck out on them. If you can't relate, you can't, but men... I know that a lot of men feel like their women isn't into as into them sexually as they are into their wives or as their libidos are mismatched or they want it a lot more. Um, you know what? I have a little bit of toxic advice for you. Why don't you stop being so like thirsty, like like your dick, like leading with your dick and poking at her boobs and and doing all the things where she's swatting you, because I'm just envisioning this situation that someone might be in, and act like you don't want to fuck her, like scare her a little bit. This is <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Um, and it's because I can't relate to this. This is why I'm trying to help the men out for one sec. Okay, so you're going to have to let me help everybody here, okay? Uh, and see, watch her like squirm a little bit and then maybe she'll pounce, you know, but maybe not. Maybe she'll completely be like, thank God he hasn't fucking violated me while I'm vacuuming. So I don't know how it'll go for you. All I know is that me, I still like a good old toxic mood switch up to mind fuck me. And now to have the women's backs for a second, I'll say two double standards that you see that are common in people's marriages that I've read about. I did some research on this topic of common double standards people complained about in their relationships and marriage things that drove them crazy. And that when I was reading about them, I'm like, oh yeah, I know so-and-so that goes through this or I relate to this or whatever. And there were two that kind of fell along the lines of the women, men, equality thing in that sense of when a woman is like foul-mouthed and ballsy and opinionated and outspoken, it is, could be deemed something negative. There's a lot of nasty words they could have said negative, but if a man does it, he's assertive, manly, it whatever, awesome, cool. But if we do it, we're bitches or it's just not cute and fuck that shit. Okay. So obviously for me, cause you're listening right now, sometimes I wish I'm like, I just want to be a quiet woman. I just want to be a little more soft-spoken sometimes and I'll try. I will. I've said it on the podcast before, like the 80-20, like mix it up like I just said. And that's, you know, we all have to do that and work on ourselves and be self-aware and try to like not just be this mm, all the time, whatever your mm, is. Mine could be loud and obnoxious. I don't know. Talks too much doesn't think before she speaks, etc. I'm being self-deprecating, but who said these are all bad things? I think that, you know, it's for some people and it's not for some people. 
and you stay true to who you are and you'll find it. If you're married and near man, that's what he's resenting you for and can't stand it anymore, then how the fuck did you get him there in the fucking first place? So, okay. And the other one was when the men devote long hours to their jobs. It's, you know, they're providing for the family. They're, they're office rock stars. And girl, you know, especially in the social era age, if you're doing anything social media related in any way, even just marketing using social media, you're going to be on your computer and your phone a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And there are guys that look at it and are just like, ugh, like, she's workaholic. She can't find time. She doesn't know how to find the happy medium. And it's like, excusez-moi, if there are kids involved, don't ever open your mouth ever fucking again. And if I'm also making sure you're getting off twice a week, I'm going to sew those little lippies together. Because that really grinds my gears. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support each other. Just period. You should just be supporting each other. And if someone's needs are really getting neglected, then that's, then you bring that up. Then you talk about that and see where you can find a happy medium or compromise or make time for one another, but don't give them shit. Let me tell you, a healthy mindset is to give people the, give your spouse the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes, sometimes you need to give the grace that you've been given a uh, grace that you'll need to be given at some point. Uh, you know, I personally live my life believing in karma so fucking much because in all the religions, no matter which one it is, there's some fucking what you reap is what you sow and all of them. And, and spirituality, period, the end. I don't care how you want to say it. If you want to call it what you reap, what you sow... You make the bed, you lie in it, or karma, what, what, whatever. Uh, but that that keeps m- me motivated way more than the other person does because sometimes you want to slap the shit out of someone. Sometimes you want to just pop, just pop them right in the face, your spouse, a friend. Violence is not the answer. Let's just interject with that. But... Back to being my motherfucking self. Uh, no, it's it's not always the the love that overtakes me and just the goodness of my heart that's like, oh, I'm not gonna do this because they're so deserving. Because sometimes the other people, the other person, maybe isn't deserving of us to be kind and to keep our mouth fucking shut. And you know what? I have a really hard time keeping my mouth shut. Surprise! I know, shocking. Shocking, huh? But as far as actions, yeah, I, I'm all bark. I'm a barker. I'm not a biter. Um, 
truly, she's just a loud, obnoxious dog. When you get close, I'll probably lick you. But it, it has to do with my family, my finances, or me getting fucked. I will definitely bite you if you fuck with any of those. I will say that I have a lot shorter leash and I I want to I, I do want to know how women feel about this and as far as relating. I have a shorter leash for double standards in a friendship and a marriage. Now, let me clarify that. I'm not quick to like go start anything or say something. Just observing. You know like how you can have a lot of people you know and people you love, but as far as your tribe, your inner circle, the person you're going to, reaching out to, leaning on, you're leaning on each other, your best friends, uh, you know, that circle I keep small for sure. And I think I make friends pretty easily and I'm outgoing and I can do that, but as far as going deep and like, these are my people, that is harder for me to find. And I have a whole episode about that, about women and our friendships. And let me just tell you, there's going to be a part two to that shit. Cause I've got one, but to wrap up on karma, just, just know, I promise, I promise cross my heart, hope to die, stick a needle in my fucking eye that it all comes back around in some form or fashion you don't know the time. You don't know the how. You don't know the, I mean, you know the why. You should know the why. You'll figure the why out. But it does. What goes around comes the fuck around. Now, tying this all into a pretty little fucked up, messy bow, present, whatever, to wrap it up in the double standards. Let's get on topic here. How do we tie end up this episode so that you can have a little takeaway, like South, I don't know, I always watch South Park and I'm like, and then here's the lesson part of it. So here is our South Park ending. I think we all, a lot of us have double standards and that they can be circumstantial and that there's factors involved in what you've been through in your relationship. Now, I know men are probably rolling their eyes like, God, you're giving my girl, you like how I said girl instead of bitch, I'm working on it. Um, You're giving my girl an out now, like, oh, well, he, he did this, this, and this. Now, I feel like if a guy's cheated on you and you took him back, I get it. You're going to have to go through. Anytime I did that, it didn't work. So I know for me, I couldn't take back a guy who cheated on me because I turned into a full-fledged crazy psycho bitch who will never fucking trust you again. And I know, I know that guys fuck up and can be a better person and like not do it again. I don't know. I'm just saying that because... I think people have told me that. I don't know if I believe them. (laughs) I happen to believe once a cheater usually will always be a cheater unless there is an actual lifestyle change, paradigm shift, heart change, something. You know, insanity men is doing and women is doing the same fucking thing and thinking it's going to go differently the next go around. Like you got to change the people, places, and things, or it's going to end up the same. 
is there even, will I even go to the lengths of saying, do I feel like double standards are, are necessary sometimes? Yes. Do I think that they just happen naturally and people want to call them double standards when it gets their panties all in a twist? I think, I believe, and this is something else that, you know, it it feels scary to say sometimes in this day and age, but I'm going to be true to myself always, is that I think that men and women are very different. It's a sad that I'm afraid to say this, are, are different in a lot of ways, and that's awesome. And besides the the shallow aspect of it, which we know a woman's body, I mean, work of art, but just what comes naturally to a woman and to a man. And before anyone goes like, well, anything they can do, we can do. I'm not saying that. I just think that we were created all with different strengths and different primal instincts and different characteristics that made us unique to who we are as a woman, as a man. And sometimes it is scary to say that in today's times because of the backlash or the angle it could be perceived and attacked. But but no, I'm going to proudly say I am proud to be a woman. I love my role. And do you know, I even like being subservient to my husband. And that's my prerogative. And that's our relationship. And I feel like I'm walking in my light when I honor him. And he honors me and respects me more when he sees me assume that role. And it makes him assume a role of leadership. And it doesn't always mean that I'm not the one taking charge in situations at times. I mean, combined with my personality. It doesn't mean that someone is just now this submissive person because it doesn't have subservient. It doesn't have to mean you're someone's bitch. It doesn't mean that now there's a double standard. It doesn't mean that you are now in a controlling relationship. I think we should stop comparing our standards and our own marriage and relationship to other people's and then compare like, oh, well, was that normal? I mean, what is that how it should be? Well, they, they seem really happy. So does that mean what I'm supposed to be? But wait, we're happy too. Or are we not happy because we're not like them? Like, fuck all this doubt in comparison. Do what you do, what works in your marriage. And if y'all got married, I'm assuming, you know, you that you had some sort of fucking idea of what this was going to be like. And for the people that are not married, if you're new in the relationship, I think it is important to be equally yoked in the way of what are our expectations? Like people that have open marriages in the beginning and then have a baby and go, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. And then the husband is like, okay. And then six months later, he cheats on you and you're devastated. And how could he, you've been this cool girl for so long and you did let him do whatever he wanted. And now you're birthing and holding his child and he couldn't keep his dick in his pants. And I am not trying to make an excuse for that person. If everybody's thinking of Michael Darby right now, you're my girl. Um, And if you're a man that's thinking about Michael Darby, then like, I love you because my husband watches Housewives with me too. 
that whole case. So if you don't watch Housewives, there's a couple, Ashley and Michael Darby, and they're public figures. I'm assuming I can talk like this. She, they had a open marriage where they could hook up with other people, or she, they would bring a girl home, or whatever. Fun. Then she gets pregnant. Then he cheats on her, and she gives him this pass because, like, oh no, you know, he he's used to this other way. It's like a dog that had a like. You need to reteach your old dog some new tricks, and that sounds a little difficult. And he, well, he's twenty years older than her. I'm pretty sure he's. Much older than her. I swear to God, he's like fucking 70. I would be like, I'm hiding your Viagra, Michael. Get the fuck inside. We're getting you off testosterone. Um, I don't think it's good to like redraw the boundary line all the time. Like putting a line down, saying this is the box, like you can't go out of this. And then one day erasing it and changing the box size or the shape of it and expecting them to just go with that. You know, I think that's unrealistic expectations. These are for the people dating, or maybe you need this now, but be clear about what you want. And obviously if you are in a long-term relationship, there will be evolution and there will be things that come up. Or if it is someone fucked up and now there's, you got to get the trust back. But just like with any, and I know this makes it sound so unsexy and like logical about it, but just like you would have intentions in your career or what you're doing in a, in something else in life with your marriage, with your relationship that you're going to have to water, take care of and nurture, you're going to have to, you don't need to write a five-year plan down like that's no, but you can have intention behind your action, behind your thought process. I think in a situation where something isn't right and you're trying to move towards resolution or getting out of that, that you you need to face that direction. And what does that look like for you both to face that direction, to get to a place where it doesn't feel like, oh, he can't do any of this because he's getting my trust back, but I can and he shouldn't expect anything from me. Or even worse, uh, well, I can't do the. I'm not going to do it because I told him he can't do this, whatever this may be, fill in the blank. And, you know, to be there to help him, to be by his side, to ride for him. And then you get resentful. And then you're like, uh, well, I don't, I shouldn't have to do this just because you fucked up. Or just because your personality is this way, you gotta have an end goal or you're just gonna get caught in this mess and then go the tit for tat in the double standard shit. So as a couple, decide decide where what your standards are for each other. Stop calling them double. Just let them be what they are. And if there's if someone is looking at that and straight up like well, that's a double standard I don't accept, then then tackle that there. Slide in my fucking DMs. Give me some listener questions, and we'll talk about them here. So let's wrap this up. I've just talked to myself for almost a fucking hour now. I hope that men, women, any couples got something out of this. You learned something or see it from a different perspective. I think that that's where all the power lies the power lies in perspective. So I love you, horny, horny family. 
we'll get back to something really just on the surface and sexual next week. I try to keep us on a roller coaster. I try to keep us deep and then we're up here having fun and then we're deep. We're always having fun, right? We're always giggling. So as long as we're giggling, we're good. But OMG, Announcemento, there is, if anyone's made it this far, if you've made it this far, then you better fucking go join my Patreon. You should be a patron because you're fucking here. Uh, No, I am asking if you can support this podcast while it has zero ads and I'm doing it out of the passion of my heart because I fucking love it and it brings me so much joy and I hide in my closet because it's the most soundproof room to try to give you the best that I can and I want to give you better. I want to give you better. And by joining my Patreon, Patreon, I don't know how the fuck I to say it. By becoming a Patreon, you are supporting me and helping me more than you know. It's $5.55, and that is like a fucking Starbucks drink, okay? And I will personally send you a thank you message, as well as you're getting bonus content. You're going to get two bonus episodes a month, plus some photo dumps, plus some polls, a community I'm attempting to build here. So get your ass over there. The link is in my Instagram bio. I have two Instagrams. I have my personal. We have the Horny Housewife Podcast, the dot Horny Housewife Podcast. And then my personal uh, is in the bio there. So add me on both, both bios. You'll get all the pictures that your heart could desire. With both of them. The podcast one is funny. The personal one is me being a narcissist. And both have links to get you where you want to go. Oh, we're, there's also a TikTok. A TikTok. There's also a TikTok that I was recently shadow banned for weeks on. And guess what? The bitch is not shadow banned any longer, baby. She's showing up. She's back in the feed. Chef's kiss. The very, very last thing I have to tell you. And it just popped into my head. And that is what I get for all of this. Like I unscripted, come in. Sometimes I have bullet points and she just goes. There will not be an episode on Monday, but there will be a photo dump and content on the Patreon on Monday, but there will not be an episode next week. I have never done that. I do not plan on ever doing that unless there are weird circumstances like there will be, aka me recovering from my sweet, sweet sabbatical. So I will give you an extra juicy, amazing episode. Ooh, I actually have some really great anal sex to tell you about that I had yesterday and it was chef's kiss. I'm going to tell you all about that orgasm very soon. So smash that, so smash that subscribe button and give me five stars for, if you really feel like it, any less than that, please fucking don't. You can just send me a mean message via Instagram and tell me whatever you need to get off your heart chest. I love you, horny family, so much more than you will ever know or I'll ever be able to articulate. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you not next week, but the following if you're just here. If you want more, you know where to get it. Have a great fucking week. 
I will take a shot for you all. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.